It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. Great to be with you on this Tuesday afternoon. A lot to get to, including the Reds' 27th loss of the season. You can subscribe to this podcast that we do each and every day on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. By the way, my guy Jeff Gilbert has written about the Reds at LockedOnReds.com. It is worth your time. Check it out right now. He wrote about sarcasm and how it's the best way to deal with this Reds season, plus a Todd Frazier tribute video that the Reds put together. You can watch that at LockedOnReds.com. And Sean Young, well, he's looking at the rebuild and rebuilding the rebuild. You can read part one of his three-part series at LockedOnReds.com. It's great to have you in today. So much to, to get to. And let's start with last night, because last night, well, it didn't go well, except it did go well, except what? It didn't go well, and yet it sounded like it went well, and I know I'm saying that a lot, but when I listen to Jim Riggleman, Red's interim manager, and it's after a loss, and it's after an outing in which Homer Bailey suffers his fifth loss of the season, has yet to get a win, only went four innings, gave up six earned runs, to me... I wouldn't want him to be this cheery, and yet Jim Riggleman sounds satisfied, at least, with the effort. It is so tough to continually have to play from behind, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, um, I I would say um, we've been down three or four runs many games, and with the exception of last night, I'm really proud of our guys, how they got after it. Last night, for some reason, we fell a little flat. We were only down a couple, and just... You know, you just kind of felt like the team was down over that issue. But uh, 
tonight we were right back at it. You know, uh, a lot of energy in the dugout, some great at-bats. Uh, I just can't say enough about Duvall's plays in left field. Uh, Adams has been struggling with the bat, but he shows his character by uh, laying out on a couple balls. Billy doing what he did in center field. Um, just uh, a great effort. Came up short, but uh, I'm, I'm just really proud to, to go out there with that ball club. I just don't get that. I don't understand it. And it's one of those things, and that's Jim Riggleman with uh, reporters after the game. You're proud. Proud of what exactly? What is there to be proud of? You're 8-27. and 27. Now, I get it. Look, Jim Riggleman can't make the team that much better. He was put in a tough spot. The bullpen delivered yesterday, and they did almost come back, and they lose 7-6. I get it. There was effort there. But shouldn't there be effort? Isn't that a given? They're getting destroyed every single day, it seems like. And it might not reflect on the scoreboard as far as, you know, 10 to 1. It might be 7 to 6, but my God, that's a manager who's in the midst of losing a bunch of games in a row. I mean, the Reds have lost 7 out of 8. I lied, 6 out of 7. They're two and seven in their last nine. I can't do that. I, I can't be satisfied with that. That that irks me. <laughs> it irks me. And I get it, but at the same time, I don't get it. Because saying you're proud, think about the adjectives he used there. He said proud and the Reds got after it. Because you scored six runs. What the hell are we talking about? He sounds like in in high school, I had a, a baseball coach and uh, Coach Ken Harbison, and he what, he knew we were awful. It was my senior year. It's a varsity baseball team. It was all freshmen and me. One senior quit. Another senior left. Uh, I think a junior decided not to play. It was one of those things where all of a sudden you have all these kids starting or pitching that weren't ready to do so in, in a, at the varsity level. And we weren't going to be that good anyway, but it made us that much worse. <laughs> so he sounded... Happy at times when we were able to be a functional team. Here's the difference. That was some baseball league, right? That, that, that was high school baseball. In a league that we knew we probably had no shot in anyway. I played all these different positions. I, I went my senior year from center to uh, from second to center to shortstop to third and back, depending on where they needed me. That's how it was. It was just that awful of a season, had no clue who was going to pitch from day in and day. It was just rough. And so, yeah, I get why he would be pleasantly surprised when we looked functional. We won one game that year. When we would look functional, brutal, I know. And so I get that at the high school level on a team that the expectations were zilch anyway. I don't get it at the major league level. I don't understand that. They got after it. They're proud. No, 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 no. Why would you be proud? I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm not proud. I'm quite annoyed. I'm happy the bullpen held it down because, good God, they had to pitch five innings, only gave up one run, kept the Reds afloat, kept the Reds in the game since Homer Bailey can't pitch all of a sudden. I mean, he had he started out pretty well this year, and now he's starting to lose it a little bit, starting to lose it a little bit. Speaking of Homer Bailey, here is Homer Bailey after the game. Uh, you know, I just didn't have uh, my command tonight with my fastball. That was probably the biggest thing that I noticed, um, which has actually been there for me, you know, most games this year. Um, and then just let a few pitches get catch a little bit too much of the zone. 
know you hate killing every game. You would have stayed had the opportunity risen, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I felt fine. I knew that I, I didn't have my best stuff, but if you know, if I could eat up an inning for the guys back down the bullpen who have already been picking us up more than enough, um, you know, then I just felt like it was something I needed to do. Can you go back and look at your last few starts? Have you been able to zero in on anything that's that's been that you haven't been able to get uh, mechanically or anything like that that's causing you trouble? Yeah, I have. I mean, I've noticed a few things, and it's just going to take me a little bit of time to kind of sort them out. Ah, uh, that sucks. I mean, what do you want? He he sounds discouraged. He's zero five on the year. You you gotta hope. And I there were flashes this year of Bailey being the guy that everyone expected him to be. Uh, at some point during this contract, obviously the injuries they they stink that that have cost him during his career. But with that being said, he's healthy and he struggled, and now he's zero and five in the year. And I just wonder when he's going to have that really good start. I think there's a time where he's going to have a good start, but right now it, it just stinks. I mean, his last three starts, you're talking about six runs, five runs, and four runs. And then before that, three runs. Like, I'm waiting for him to have that, that game where it's like, oh, there's the homer I remember. He just went seven, gave up two runs, one earned. He was dealing. That's what I'm waiting for. I think it might happen at some point this year, hopefully sooner rather than later. Shout out, by the way, to the bullpen. Let, let's give it a rundown here because Jackson Stevens just gets brought up, goes two innings, three hits, gave up a home run, but that's it. That's great. Good job to, to Stevens. Then Jared Hughes came on. And pitched very well in two innings. Didn't give up anything, four strikeouts. And Rossell Iglesias got into trouble. Runners on the corners. 3-0 count with no outs. Gets all three outs. Boom. Kept the Reds afloat in the ninth. But uh, unable to pick up the win. They couldn't get the bats going in the bottom of the ninth. Down one run. So the Reds fall 7-6 to to the New York Mets. They fall to 8-27 and on the season. Let's get one more because Scooter Jeanette played yesterday. Scooter Jeanette not only played, he hit the ball. He was two for four, and he had a couple RBIs. His average is now 289 on the season. Here's Scooter Jeanette. This is about two minutes long with reporters after the game. It's got to feel good to be able to get out there and have some pop back in your bat. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, just kind of weak, um, not being able to catch up to certain pitches that I've been able to hit pretty much my whole life. It's frustrating. Um, you know, but it's coming back. I don't I don't think it's fully back yet, but uh, you know, all the work I'm putting in with the trainers and um, with Sean, our, our strength coaches, you know, it's it's definitely helping and it's gonna be a process, not something overnight. So uh, you know, I just gotta stay focused on making sure I'm getting in there and doing the right stuff. You guys pecked away after the other down five nothing after I think three innings and just chipped away and chipped away a little bit. Just yeah, yeah, I think we're battling. Uh, even last night we had the tying run up there and in the ninth um you know so i don't i don't think we were really doing much of that early in the season uh when we were down by a lot um so it's it's nice to see and you know i think if you know both sides come together there we end up winning that ball game pretty easy um you know it's just unfortunate they got a few balls out there early in the game and um you know bullpen came in did a great job um you know and then our bats started to come around a little bit um you know, unfortunately, we lost by one run, but uh, you know, it's nice to see that we're putting balls in play. We're getting runs across. We're chipping away one one run, two runs, um, and that's what that's what it's all about. If you want to win ball games, how tough is it mentally to have to always see me playing from behind and and kind of pushing that rock up the hill, so to speak? Oh, uh, 
You know, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't say we're always, but, um, you know, when you're losing more games than you're winning, it seems to be the case uh, that you're, you're going to be behind at some point. And uh, it's not fun, but at the same time, we, I was saying earlier, we, we, we still keep that energy. We keep that, uh, you know, that positive mindset. We're not, we're not just down and then once we're down by a few runs, we just give in and give up. Um, you know, we're, we're keeping that energy. We're picking each other up and making sure that we stay in the ball game because at any point we could blow it open and, and be able to take the lead. I think uh, we've seen that on, on both sides, on our side and on, on the other team's side this year. So uh, just staying focused and keeping the energy up is the, the main thing. That's Scooter Jeanette with reporters after the game. All that audio courtesy of Fox Sports. Ohio. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. We'll look ahead to tonight's game and get to something Jim Riggleman said about Brandon Finnegan next on the Locked on Reds podcast. New game day shirt? Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom. Cash back. Even buying around can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Well, Jim Riggleman is at least going to give Brandon Finnegan one more chance, one more shot. Brandon Finnegan will get one more start. He talked yesterday, said Finnegan didn't commit to him long term or anything like that, but said that he was going to get a start. And that, that to me is interesting because you wonder how many more. You wonder how much longer. He's 0 for 3 on the year, gave up 5 the other day, 3 and a third innings. He's just been bad. I mean, there's no other way to put it. This year, Brandon Finnegan has made me question whether or not he can be a starter. He's went 20. He's pitched just over uh, 20 innings. He's 0 for 3 on the season. Five total starts. 15 walks, 14 strikeouts. And I I was talking with Chad Dotson yesterday on ESPN 1530, and he says send him down. And I'm with you. Send Finnegan down, triple A, and there you go. Let him work on it. He's still young. He's 25. He did flash in 2016. People, I think, forget he had a 3.9 ERA as a starter, started 31 games for the Reds, pitched 172 innings. He wasn't bad. He showed promise, but you can't wait around in the major leagues to see that promise. You can't. And I got two names for you. The the logical one in-house would be Amir Garrett. A guy who started in spring training, a guy you could probably uh, try to stretch out for a bit and then see potentially if he can be a starter. The other one isn't in-house. The other one is a guy who's on the trading block, is unhappy with where he's currently at, and that is Matt Harvey. Could they trade for Matt Harvey? He's 29 years old. He's pitched well at times for the New York Mets. He's struggled at times for the New York Mets, but he's a guy that this year, looking at the Reds, looking at what they've done, I'm on board. Struggled a little bit. Only made a couple, let's see, total starts this year. He's only he started four games. But if you're talking about ERA, his career ERA is 3.66. He hasn't started 20 games since 2015. But depending on what you can get him for, I wouldn't be 
against it. It just depends on what it's going to cost. There are other teams probably interested. San Francisco is a team to, uh, that was mentioned, and a big reason why is because Johnny Cueto's out six weeks right now with an injury. So Matt Harvey, a guy I think the Reds should be interested in it, at least a little bit. And it sounds like it, according to Andy Martino of the Sports Network in New York, uh, he tweets that there, there's interest from the Giants and the Reds. Um, it also looks like the Mariners and the White Sox could certainly be in the mix as well. But the Reds, go get them if you can because, well, I mean, without giving reasonable amount in return. But uh, don't give up too much. But if you can go get them, why not go get them? By the way, let's look ahead to tonight because Luis Castillo on the mound. He's going to work on a seven run ERA right now. Hopefully he can he can get that ERA of seven down slightly. He's one and four on the year going up against Justin Vargas or Jason Vargas, excuse me, who's only pitched eight in a third innings this year, started two games. His ERA is 16.2. Eight strikeouts, five walks. This is the type of game when you're going up against a team like the Mets, which is clearly better than you, at least right now, 18 and 15 on the year. You got to get this game. You're going up against a pitcher who's 0-2, has struggled mightily. Get it done. Luis Castillo will get the ball for the Reds. First pitch, 7-10. You can listen to that game here locally if you're in Cincinnati on 700 WLW. Um, well, I hope, man, This I hope we can do this after a win. Can we do this after a win tomorrow? Let's do it. Let's do the podcast after a win. After the Reds can get one. And I, I wonder. I don't like the participation trophy stuff from Jim Riggleman. I'm not a fan of Brandon Finnegan getting a bunch more opportunities when he could just be sent down to AAA for a bit. Amir Garrett, Matt Harvey, I'm on board with both. Maybe we'll get some trade news. That would be fun. Because 8 and 27 isn't. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Please, please, please. It helps get the word out to Reds fans that this podcast is out there. And also check out LockedOnReds.com if you want to read some of our work and listen and watch the uh, Reds tribute video that they paid for uh, or paid to Todd Frazier. It was really cool. It's like three minutes long worth your time. It's up right now. LockedOnReds.com. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.